welcome to your Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information from the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic Drive Time. With Joe McLean and Emily Alcaraz. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. Praise be to God. David, we got a double feed there. Good morning. It is going to be a rough show, just so you know. (laughs) We're having a double feed. I'm not sure where the double feed is coming from to make things even more complicated. Adrian Fonseca and I are both out sick today. I am trying to produce the show from the house, making it more complicated. Um, Poor Adrian is obviously in bed still. And David Magianis has been filling in, trying to do his best to make the show possible today, but uh, are obviously suffering through some technical difficulties. David, mute the audio and OBS. Uh, Mute the Zoom on the OBS computer. The Zoom on OBS computer needs to be. All right, hold on one second. Well, here's the deal today. I'm sorry for these technical problems. We are going to do our best to sort them out, keep keep cruising here. We have two guests on the program today. We're going to be speaking to CEOs of entertainment companies, Bill Aho. He is a CEO of VidAngel Entertainment, a service that I've used many times. And then Austin Kelly, CEO of Christian Channel, somebody we've talked to who is producing um, the Miracle Movie, the Eucharistic Miracle Movie. It's going to be distributed through the Christian Channel. We've talked to the, uh, the executive producer and the director. We've talked to several people. So today we're going to be talking to Austin Kelly uh, to talk about family entertainment that doesn't kill the soul. David. Try that. All right, so hopefully we'll get this uh, sorted out. I'm not sure if if, uh, anybody who's listening this morning on the streams can hear the double feed. If you can, let us know. We're definitely hearing a double feed. So the Zoom on the OBS machine needs to be muted. There needs to be no audio on the Zoom for the OBS computer. That could be causing the problem right there. But there's definitely a double feed, and it is uh, very distracting. But according to our streamers, they're not hearing it, so I'm going to cruise. I'm going to keep cruising here. So anyway, this is the deal, and I apologize for the uh, the technical problems we're having. We're doing our best given the circumstances. Again, Adrian is out sick. I'm out sick too. Um, and uh, David Magianis, our friend, is uh, really trying to help us today by coming in early and trying to get the show up and running. So we're going to cruise. Bill, as I said a minute ago, Bill Aho is going to be our guest, CEO of VidAngel, and then Austin Kelly, CEO of Christian Channel. Talking about uh, you know entertainment, family entertainment that doesn't destroy the soul. So that's our topics today. Let's pray. We're going to jump into the show and try to make the most out of it, keeping your um, keeping your intentions in our 
in our mind here and asking Our Lady to help us with the show and help all of you with whatever your needs are. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Um, inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. And now the headlines, which you know lay. Looking at the headlines today, Mexican bishop seeks priest exorcist for the diocese. Polish archbishop asks for coadjutor after Vatican negligence probe. From the church militant, Canadian activist faces backlash for promoting church arson. The executive director of the BC Civil Liberties Association is calling for more Christian churches to be burned to the ground. Harsha Walia made the comment on a Canada Day tweet in response to news reports of two more Catholic churches being burned down. Burn it all down, Walia tweeted. According to its website, the BBCLA fights in the courts for, quote, equality rights in relation to mental health, disability, gender, youth, immigration, refugees, race, poverty, LGBTQ2S plus rights, and more. We know looking through an intersectional lens is the only way to fight inequality and injustice. We fight overt and systemic discrimination and seek to promote fairness and equality in Canada. End quote. Attacking religious buildings is normally classified as a hate crime in Canada. Walia's call to burn churches caused a firestorm of social media anger. National Post columnist Jonathan Kay tweeted, quote, Gee, if only BCCLA knew that Harsha Walia was a whack job and a mob violence apologist, maybe they wouldn't have hired her. Oh wait, they did know, because she was very public about it as early as 2010, end quote. Walia, with a background as a community organizer, was appointed to her role in January 2020. The Western Standard has reached out to the BCCLA for comment, but hasn't heard back. A spree of arson and other acts of destruction have been occurring against Christian churches, focused mainly on indigenous Catholic congregations. The acts range from petty vandalism to lighting fires in or around the churches, destroying many. As a publication, there have been at least 23 attacks against churches, including at least five completely destroyed by fires, at least three damaged by fires, and more than 15 vandalized to varying degrees. From the Catholic News Agency, Filipino bishops elect a government critic as conference president. The Filipino Bishops' Conference on Thursday elected Bishop Pablo Vergilio Songkong David of Kalukan, a staunch critic of the government's war on drugs, as its president. The conference elected Bishop David July 8th during its biannual plenary assembly. He had been vice president of the conference since 2017. Since taking office on June 30, 2016, Philippine President Duterte has carried out a war on drugs that has resulted in the deaths of close to 30,000 suspected drug users and peddlers, according to Human Rights Watch. Filipino authorities, however, said only 5,903 individuals were killed in police anti-drug operations from July 1, 2016 to September 30, 2020. Human Rights Watch maintained that the number did not include the deaths of those killed by unidentified gunmen who are believed to operate in cooperation with local police and officials. 
Akbayan, a Democratic Socialist Party, described Bishop David as a person of integrity and has lived his life exemplifying a spirit of service to others. This is a welcome development, the group said in a statement. His long track record in defending human rights and his staunch and consistent opposition to extrajudicial killings makes him the ideal leader of the bishop's conference to help lead the church and shepherd its flock back to the path of democracy, it added. David Bishop has been the target of the ire of Duterte in the past. He was among several priests and bishops who were accused of sedition by the government. The charges have since been dropped. The prelate had also received several death threats following his condemnation of the spate of killings in the country. I'm Janelle Lay, and those are your headline news for Monday, June 12th. God love you. Praise be to God in all things. Uh, Thank you, Janelle, for keeping us up to date. The saint of the day today is St. Louis Martin. St. Louis was born on the 22nd of August, 1823 in uh, in France. He was a lifelong layman in the Diocese of Bayou-Lezoux. He was the son of an army officer, a watchmaker. He married the Blessed Marie Azeli Guerin Martin on the 12th of July, 1858. He was the father of nine children. Five of them, all girls, survived to adulthood and became nuns. The youngest were, was St. Therese of Lisieux. In 1889, he suffered two paralyzing strokes, followed by a complete mental collapse, and was hospitalized for three years. He died on the 29th of July, 1894, of natural causes. He was canonized on October the 18th, 2015 by Pope Francis during the Synod on the Family. St. Louis Martin, pray for us. And the gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 10, verses 34, all the way to uh, chapter 11, verse 1. Do not think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I have come not to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's foes will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and he who does not take his cross and follow me is He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He receives a prophet because he is a prophet, shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man, shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives to one of these little have to remain unmuted. You can't keep muting me. Um, he, he receives a prophet because he is a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward and he receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward and whoever gives to one of these little one uh, even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple truly I say to you he shall not lose his reward and when Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities the gospel of the Lord well as I said Praise be to God in all things, but uh, we're having lots of technical problems today. Uh, unfortunately, Adrian, our producer, is out sick. I'm out sick. I'm actually at the house today trying to uh, to uh, make this work, but it's, it's, it's a bit of a struggle today. We apologize for the struggle. 
But um, it is what it is, and we will do our best to keep going here. Um, But in today's gospel, Matthew chapter 10, verses 34, all the way to chapter 11, verse 1, there's so much to talk about today. uh, I'm looking at specifically Haydock's commentaries today because he is uh, so good, by the way. I love Haydock. I don't know if you... I've ever read Haydock before, but you you ought to. It's uh, pretty fantastic stuff. And you can get Haydock's commentary absolutely for free if you just Google it. But verboom.com forward slash GRN has made it easy for us to have uh, the deep dive into the early church fathers and so many more, making it super easy for us. So thank you, verboom.com, for, for doing that. Haydock says, The dissension and war spoken of here in this passage by our Lord and Savior Jesus says, in order that the, that the false peace of sinners may be destroyed and that those who follow me may differ in morals and affections from the followers of this world. He says, the sword, therefore, is the gospel which separates those parents who remain in infidelity. He goes on to say, it must be observed that the gospel does not necessarily of itself produce dissensions among men, but that Christ foresaw from the depravity of man's heart that dissensions would follow the propagation of the gospel. The blame of this, however, does not attach to the gospel itself, since those who embrace it after their conversion sought more than ever to keep peace with all men, even with their most bitter persecutors, whilst those who rejected the gospel, forgetting even the ties of kindred, persecuted even to death the followers of Christ. So, I mean, this is something we all probably live with in our lives, right? I mean, we uh, we all know people who uh, uh, who let's just say friends, family members, loved ones, even who who uh, we have lots of dissension and division as a result of the fact that we follow the gospel and we adhere to you know the teaching of Christ and and it causes great division. It's just the way it goes. Uh, Chandler would say. Um, Not that Christ came for this sin to cause divisions between father and son, uh, for example. On the contrary, the scriptures teach us to love everyone without exception, and especially our kindred. But this is to show and foretell what would happen in the same families when some of them were Christians. We have diverse instances of the truth of this in the lives of the saints. So division comes with the, you know, the, the life of Christians. It's just part of it. Take up your cross. He's, Hadok goes on to say, there are two kinds of crosses which our Savior here commends, or commands us to take up. One is corporal and the other is spiritual. By the former, he commands us to restrain the unruly appetites uh, of the touch, taste, sight, etc. By the other, which is far more worthy of our notice, he teaches us to govern the affections of the mind and restrain all its regular motions by humility, modesty, peace. All right, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. Hopefully we'll have a Christians good conversation with the technical the issues only source for determining God, Christian truth. Anywhere, kind of the doctrine called sola scriptura, which is Latin for scripture alone. Is this true? The answer is no, and here's the reason. It's self-refuting. Since knowledge of which books constitute scripture is a Christian truth, Sola Scriptura demands that the Bible tell us what scripture is. But guess what? It doesn't. The Bible never tells us which books God has inspired. So if Sola Scriptura were true, well then we'd have to deny our knowledge of what scripture is. But that's self-refuting, my friends. The only way to have such knowledge is if Christ established an infallible church to tell us so. But Protestants reject this idea, leaving us with an infallible effect, knowledge of what scripture is, produced by a fallible cause, 
the church, which is absurd. Sola Scriptura is definitely not a doctrine that's compatible with reason. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. Hi, this is Dave Palmer inviting you to join me and Cecil Anderson each Friday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 o'clock Eastern Time for a new program here on the Guadalupe Radio Network called Back to the Father, which is based on the teachings of the angelic doctor St. Thomas Aquinas in his Summa Theologia. Each week we talk about how a life focused on our final end is a life that is more joyful and more hopeful as we journey back to the Father. Please join us this Friday at 4 p.m. Central here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. It's good to be on with you. Praise be to God. It is a, uh, it's a bit of a struggle today because we're having some technical issues in the back end, so it's not going to be the greatest of shows today, but our guests are really good, and I'm praying that we'll be able to have a good conversation with our guests because these are uh, important guests we're going to have on the program today. We're talking about uh, family entertainment that doesn't kill the soul. And our first guest here is uh, the CEO of VidAngel Entertainment, Bill Aho. Uh, VidAngel is a service that I've used many times on the program. I've, I've mentioned this. I've been using it for years to help watch content with my family, to remove things like language or violence or sexuality that would be uh, a problem for, for us. And I even use it just watching stuff for myself. If possible, I'll, I'll use VidAngel. So we're very excited. And I'm hoping that this conversation will work out. But uh, with some of the technical issues we're having on the back end, we may have to reschedule this. Bill, good morning to you. Are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning to you, Joe. Bill, are you hearing a, a double feed? A little bit of, a, um, of an echo, but not bad. Okay. Oh, praise be to God. I'm glad to have you on the program today. Um, we're, we're have, and again, I apologize for these technical issues, but can you tell us about VidAge? Tell us about your service. Sure. Uh, and by the way, glad that you're a customer. We, uh, we always appreciate long-term customers, and most of our customers stay with us a long time. Uh, VidAngel is a technology that allows you to watch uh, streaming video, movies, television from Netflix or Amazon, but with control over the content. So you control what sex, violence, profanity, you control whether that is allowed in your home. Are you there? Yes, I'm sorry, Bill. It's just that there are... And on my end, I hear a tremendous amount of feedback, so it's really difficult today. We're, our producer is sick today. I'm sick, so we're, we're struggling through it. But what I started using VidAngel back early in the day when we could rent movies and filter them right off of Google Play, and I really loved that. And then, of course, you went through a lot of legal troubles because there was many big names in Hollywood that did not want you to be able to filter their content. Tell us about that part. No, that's exactly right. Uh, we had a lot of pushback from, uh, from Hollywood and from some of the studios. Uh, but fortunately, that's settled, and uh, that's all behind us. It's been – I don't think anybody likes to spend a lot of money on lawyers, and we spent years <laughs> really fighting – for the right of parents and families to 
watch content in their homes the way they want. We're not talking about you know, broadcasting or you know, changing the movie, but really just controlling what you see in your home. And uh, like I said, all the litigation is behind this. We're happy to be taking care of our customers uh, and uh, happy to be moving forward. Bill Aho is our guest. He's CEO of VidAngel Entertainment. Why would you think, Bill, that the big names do not want to allow you to filter their product? Well, I think some of it is cultural. I think as we, um, as we know, any observer of uh, Hollywood content and movies realizes that the, the incidence of profanity, of sex, of nudity, um, even graphic violence has continued to increase dramatically over the past few decades. And, uh, and I think some of it is, uh, is genuine in that directors would like their movies displayed and viewed just the way that they've created them. And our argument has always been, yeah, that may be so, but uh, when I'm in my home with my family, I can control what I see. And now that this technology allows us to do that, it's, um, it's a blessing in so many people's lives. I, I would imagine that the more people would watch their content if they allowed this. I mean, there would be more families that would be willing to watch their content if they could adjust the things in the film that would be troubling. Because it seems to me so many movies nowadays are made where violence or language or sexuality aren't really a part of the context of the film. They're kind of like, late, like we interrupt this plot to bring you violence, you know, or the excessive use of language. It just, it seems really out of place when you're watching these films. Like if you were watching Saving Private Ryan, you would expect the violence was a part of that because it's in context. But so many films, they're using these other elements way out of context. And it just seems like if you could get rid of that, it would be a decent film. Do you see it that way? Yes, certainly some of the content appears to be very gratuitous. There's no question about that. And I think you're, uh, I think you're exactly right. There's two things that we see that happen when people get VidAngel. One is they, and they tell us this, and we hear from our customers all the time, and they say, wow, we're watching movies and we're watching television series that we've never seen before because of the content. Um, the other thing they tell us is that they enjoy them more. There's less of the... Um, should we call it the squirm factor, right? Where you're sitting around and uh, even if you think, oh, this is a PG or a PG-13, it's not too bad. Uh, this is Stranger Things. It's gotten all sorts of good press. And then you're watching with your spouse or with your kids and you hear something or you see something that just makes everybody uncomfortable. And so people tell us that using VidAngel, they um, actually enjoy the movies more. Uh, in addition to uh, seeing TV and seeing movies that they never would have looked at before. Bill Ayo is our guest, CEO of VidAngel Entertainment. Bill, so what what does VidAngel's filter nowadays? Like what, what streaming services do you connect to? And maybe is there any new ones coming down the road? Well, we're continually looking at expanding uh, our technology. But uh, currently we work with uh, the two dominant streaming services, which are Netflix and Amazon Prime. We have, uh, have 2,500 movies that can be viewed, filtered, and uh, about 10,000 episodes of television, and we do more every week. When something new comes out, whether it's, you know, a Bridgerton or a new series of Outlander or something like that, you know, we, 
we get filters for it right away so that our customers can uh, can enjoy it. How long does it take you to create the filters for new movies or shows? We try to get it done in about a week. Obviously, some of them uh, are more complex than others, and some of them are more laden with the content that uh, that we want to filter out or give you the opportunity to filter out. But uh, we usually have them. If something comes out, especially if it's a big show, we get right on it, and we'll have it out within days or no more than a week. Is is that a manual process? Is it someone sitting down, watching it, pausing it, making notes, and adding markers, or how does that work? Yes, it uh, it is actually a very manual process. Uh, we go through them. Um, uh, we note on a really a frame-specific basis when language starts and when it ends. And so it, what you get is uh, a pretty seamless experience. It's, it's surprisingly smooth. I wouldn't say that you never notice, but you oftentimes do not even notice that something's been filtered. It's so smooth. I would agree. We've watched a lot of content through VidAngel, and uh, we've always enjoyed our experience on it. And, I mean, you can tell there are some movies where you're cutting a lot of stuff out, and then it skips, and you, you can notice it. But most of the time, it's really very good. I, just the other day, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I watched uh, some Amazon original movies that Chris Pratt came out, The Tomorrow War. Oh, and, yeah, that uh, was a big one. It was very good, and I love the fact that you can remove language, you can remove a lot of stuff from that, and you know, and you can just enjoy the sort of the the the, the plot of the film without all the extra stuff. Yes, that's no, that's exactly right. And Tomorrow More is a good example. We knew that uh, that was going to be a, a hit and very popular with our customers, um, and so we had that out. I think within a day of it being released on Amazon. Is there any hope? that you'll be able to add new streaming services or new opportunities down the road? Or do you think that from now at this point, you're going to be with the, sort of the, the two major platforms? I know there's Amazon has some like uh, HBO or some other smaller services that are attached to that, but uh, any idea or future where you might be able to get back to say the Google play store? Yeah, we're continually working on that. Uh, we have, uh, since the litigation ended, we've made substantial investments in the business and um, really built out our product and our engineering team and our customer support team. Uh, and so we're, we are actually looking at a number of services, and you're seeing more. You're seeing you know, Paramount Plus and uh, Peacock and Apple TV and all of those. And uh, we do work on some of the Amazon. In fact, most of the Amazon um, channels, the stars and Showtime and others. Uh, so... Yeah, absolutely. We are uh, we're expanding rapidly our reach for streaming services uh, and as well as devices. Um, we continue continually to look at, uh, you know, we work with Roku, we work with Amazon Fire Stick, um, uh, Apple TV, but we continue to to look at those options and find ways to make the service more broadly available to our customers. Well, we have just a couple of minutes left here with DeLeo, uh, CEO of the VidAngel Entertainment Group. Um, I have to say, uh, as I said earlier in our conversation, this is a great product. It's something I recommend to families. Uh, we've used this, I can't remember how many times, just to be able to sit and watch films and as a family, and we've really enjoyed your service. It broke our heart to see you go through all those litigation problems. I can't imagine that that was a, an inexpensive process, and it was certainly a long process. But it seems to me like your future is pretty bright at this point. 
It is, and it was a long process. And we have a, a lot of members of our team and our employees that endured that, that didn't know if they were going to, if the product was going to survive the litigation. So as of last, uh, as of last fall, we're past all that. And uh, one of the things that we've done that's been, uh, I think, a little interesting and different is that we have made this, um, we've made this product and this company employee owned. And so um, we don't have outside shareholders. We don't have investors. We don't have um, venture capitalists. Uh, we are owned and, and over time will be completely owned by our employees who wow. really are, are in this, are, they're in this because they believe in the product. Uh, it's, I've never seen anything like it. I've worked for, um, I've worked for some large fortune 500 companies, but I've never seen anything like the devotion that people have, not only to the customers, but our employees have to you know, believing that we're doing, we're doing something that's good for the world. We're blessing the lives of families. And uh, it, it's really, uh, you know, I, I'm grateful for uh, their dedication and that they uh, endured from the hard times. It's kind of exciting to, uh, to see us moving forward as an employee-owned company. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. Well, Bill, we're grateful for your time today. Thank you for being on with us. Uh, VidAngel is a service I recommend to everybody. Check them out. What's the website, Bill? VidAngel.com, V-I-D, Angel. And, uh, and thanks so much. Thanks for your kind words. Really appreciate it. And so glad that you're enjoying this service. And uh, Amen. appreciate the time on your show. Yeah, thank you, Bill. God bless you and have a great day, Bill. And you too, Joe. Right. Thank you. That is going to do it for the What's Concerning Us segment. Bill uh, Aho there, our CEO, VidAngel Entertainment. God bless you. Uh, VidAngel.com is the website. We're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to have breaking news and stories with Janelle. And then, of course, we're going to dive into a conversation with Austin Kelly, CEO of The Christian Channel. We'll talk about some of the projects they're working on, in addition to the Eucharistic Miracle Spirit. So all that's still coming this up. This is Dale Alquist with a right Chesterton back. Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, oh, another birthday? They actually object to celebrating their birthday. G.K. Chesterton says, a man's birthday reminds him that he is alive. When his immediate fears would only remind him that he is at work or at play or in business or in debt. Your birthday is a chance to celebrate being born. And being born is a reason to rejoice. The best birthday gift any of us has ever received was the first one, the gift of life itself. Chesterton says, Every time a baby is born, it is as if God has created a new sun and a new moon because there's a new soul gazing out at creation. So, happy birthday. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org Your odyssey begins at the University of Dallas, the premier Catholic liberal arts university in Texas. With campuses in Irving and Italy, UD's rigorous core curriculum sets it apart. An education rooted in the great works of Catholic and Western tradition. An education that ennobles and enables students in the pursuit of wisdom, truth, and virtue. Undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs are available. Start your college odyssey at the University of Dallas today. Go to udallas.edu to learn more. Welcome back to the Catholic Drive Time. I'm Janelle Lay, and here are your headline news. Lots of headlines today. Dr. Fauci voices support for vaccine mandates. Predicts mandates are coming once FDA gives shots full approval. 
North Dakota sues Biden for shutting down oil and gas lease sales that will cost the state tens of millions in revenue. State of emergency begins in host city Tokyo as games near. Reported by Reuters, Cuba sees biggest protests for decades as pandemic adds to woes. Chanting freedom and calling for President Miguel Diaz-Canel to step down, thousands of Cubans joined street protests from Havana to Santiago on Sunday in the biggest anti-government demonstrations in a communist-run island in decades. Reported by Life News, abortion activists desecrate statue of Jesus, hang God bless abortions banner on it. Abortion activists desecrated a statue of Jesus in Arkansas early Friday morning by hanging a banner with the words, God bless abortions written red across it. KNWA Fox 24 reports the pro-abortion group In Decline, which also bragged about vandalizing a billboard in Mississippi earlier this year, took credit for the action. The Christ of the Ozarks is a 67-foot statue of Jesus that stands on top of Magnetic Mountain in Eureka Springs. The Great Passion Play oversees the care of the monument. Described as construction workers, the abortion activists said they scaled the statue early Friday morning to hang the banner. They said they wanted to make a statement about the dramatic attempts being made in Arkansas and throughout the South to ban abortion services to women in need. The abortion activists appear to be part of an Antifa group that works anonymously to vandalize property and create shock art to make political statements about abortion and other issues. The group describes itself as an activist art collective. On its website, it sells a t-shirt for babies that reads, God bless abortions. Another t-shirt reads, shoot cops, next to an image of a camera. In March, the group also took credit for vandalizing a Baheya Mississippi billboard purchased by Christian Aid Ministries. The message read, worried, Jesus offers security, along with a phone number for the ministry. The pro-abortion group spray-painted over the billboard, changing the message to say, Worried Planned Parenthood offers abortions. From the Catholic News Agency, Planned Parenthood trained instructor says, Sex ed programs sexualize children. A former sex education instructor is challenging Planned Parenthood for sexualizing children, cutting parents out of the picture, and dehumanizing the unborn. She knows, she said, because she received training from the nation's largest abortion provider. Monica Klein, who was taught and trained by Planned Parenthood, now serves as a pro-life advocate and founder of It Takes a Family. She applauded a recent Iowa Supreme Court ruling that says the state can block Planned Parenthood's sex education programs. Funded by federal grants from public schools, she criticized Planned Parenthood's work both in Iowa and across the country. These programs actually are created to teach children about sexuality in order for them to become sexually active, she said. Among other concerns, she added, they didn't include abstinence at all. These programs are about sexualizing children and leading them to abortion, she cautioned. Today, she warned, comprehensive sexuality education is all about grooming children and is wielded as a marketing tool to lead to abortion. And those are your headline news for this morning. God love you and have a good Monday. Praise be to Jesus Christ in all things. Thank you for keeping us up to date. Um, we're supposed to be having a conversation with Austin Kelly. He's not on with us yet, so I'm not sure. It might be because our producer, Adrian Fonseca, has been out sick today. And maybe that's uh, part of the reason why he's not on with us yet. So if he comes on, then we're going to have a good conversation with him, I'm sure. 
but uh, it was a rough weekend. Let me tell you, it was a rough weekend. I, uh, Adrian was sick. I was sick. Saturday was, was rough. Sunday was the roughest. And uh, I didn't really sleep all that much. I'm not sure. We haven't heard from Adrian since yesterday, so we don't know how he's doing. But getting up today was, uh, well, I was up all night. Basically, I didn't really get to bed. So my uh, my body just could not get to the point where it could sleep. It was just so uncomfortable. Um, being sick is never any fun, and I'm rarely ever sick. But let me ask a question uh, to Janelle since, uh, since our guest isn't on with us. Now, Austin Kelly is who we were trying to talk to, the Christian channel. You might remember... We've interviewed a couple of people from the Christian Channel because uh, they're making the film The Eucharistic Miracles, and that's going to be distributed through the, the Christian Channel. And today we wanted to have a bit of a conversation around family entertainment that doesn't destroy the soul. And um, and so that's why we talked to VidAngel earlier. And by the way, I really, really, I said it earlier, I mean it. I really enjoy the product. But Janelle, how about you and your family? Tell us what. How do you guys as a family pick entertainment? Oh, so uh, my family has a, like a wide range of ages. Um, I'm 20 and then my youngest sibling is seven. And so there's like a whole, um, it's it's funny because uh, my family's pretty bad. Uh, sometimes we exclude my little sister because of the big age gap. And I feel pretty bad about it because she wants to be with us and enjoy movies with us. But sometimes, you know, the movies like it's too scary for her, as she says, or um, it's maybe not age, exactly age appropriate. Um, the other day, like my dad and I were able to watch a movie because it was just me and him at the house. Um, and so it would be I, I think we should my family should definitely invest in something like Vid Angel where we can edit out all like the extra scenes that aren't super important to the plot and still be able to watch as a family the the good parts of the movie the story the main um the the juicy part the meat um instead of having all like the fat trimmings and whatnot um and uh my family doesn't watch movies too often nowadays because of just how the how the market is just saturated with lots of um very um I guess raunchy yeah. movies. I'd say yeah, mo movies aren't made well these days. No, they're much. not. They're oversexualized. No, Friday over night, my wife and I watched a movie called The Courier. The Courier, and it's one of those spy thrillers. Okay, and but it's based on a true story. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays the main character, a businessman in England who's recruited by MI6 and the CIA to start running errands to Russia during the Cold War and the missile crisis in Cuba and. And he is, uh, you know, passing these notes and such to a to a spy, an internal spy in the Soviet government, and eventually they get busted. Um, good movie. They just don't make movies like that all that often anymore. Unfortunately, like, lately, if you just go like I like to see what's being available out there, so I'll go to like Google Play or whatever, and I'll start looking at what's available. Like you, most stuff is. It's like horror films, you yes. know, it's, there's so many horror films. It used to be back in the day, mm -hmm. uh, David, you're, 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 you're my vintage or a little <laughs> older. You remember back in the day where horror films would only be available at Halloween time? Right. And uh, now you see them every week, right? It's uh, yes. all of the time. For every occasion, every situation, apparently. But the thing it is, is, like, the plot is not that good yeah. in the first place. A lot of, um, I'd say, a lot of new movies and horror films, especially horror films, they're not. It's not really based on plot anymore. It's more about how um, 
people can how long can you grab people's attention and then after that it's like okay i don't know what else to do i guess i'll fill my time um with other bad movies it's like a vicious endless cycle and that's how they get you that's how they get you yeah it's it's incredible the uh so even these these uh horror movies that are coming out so the trailers that they show uh, you know, during during your normal watching hours is is just incredible of the 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 pieces that they show and and it's just like wow I mean, man, do we really need to see that in this trailer right now and and uh, and it's just uh, it's incredible of how much has changed, uh, Joe, for you and I and our listeners. You know, the last ten, twenty, thirty years, uh, and some of these are now being remade again, and it's like okay, you know. Can you come up with something different? Uh, I mean, evil is evil, bad is bad, but wow, it's just uh, nonstop. It's nonstop, and uh, it, it doesn't. It's going to continue like that. Now, David, how did how did you pick entertainment for your kids? Now, most your daughters are your daughters are older now, right? I have some uh, two older daughters, but I still have two. Uh, one in uh, middle school and uh, end of her elementary, uh, so getting into middle school, and so it, it's it's very tough. At home, because uh, Joe, I I love the action movies. I love the, uh, <laughs> you know, I love the war movies, and and uh, so yeah, there is some you know cuss, you know, uh, bad words said, uh, some gory things that happen in a war movie and stuff like that. So it's really tough to to kind of sit down as a family to kind of watch one together because I I love sitting together as you do, Joe with your family and even with your wife to watch a movie together. I, I especially good movies, but it's hard and very hard today to find those good movies. Yeah. Yeah, it is hard, mm-hmm. but I, I, it's unfortunate because when VidAngel first started, we could go and filter movies directly out, off of Google play, which was amazing. Of course, as Bill said, they, they have to manually go through these movies and create the, create the uh the filters so not everything was filtered mm-hmm. but there was a lot of really big films that were filtered and it was awesome but then they got sued by disney uh, because disney did not want their movies to be filtered and so they lost the ability to filter google play but i mean now they're on netflix they're on um amazon and there's a lot of great titles that you can actually go and filter there but uh, i mean the uh, disney films still are not available so uh, they went through quite a bit, but boy, I really appreciate having that ability. It really makes a difference. But, you know, I still struggle, though. I mean, we have – I got young kids, and I got a five-year-old, for crying out loud, uh, all the way up to 22, you know. So finding a film that's new that the whole family can watch is a struggle. They just don't make films anymore that even if I could filter stuff out are very good. Most of these films are terrible films. It's just, it's mind-boggling that there's just no good storytelling anymore. Everything is over the top. Everything is, uh, you know, very dark and moody and brooding and violent and over-sexualized. It's terrible. Hey, Joe, we're about to go to a break. So yep, can, we're going can, to break. We're going to be back, continue our conversation about, um, about uh, entertainment. Don't go anywhere. 
as our Father does with us. The first person to love lavishly is our spouse. Take time to ask them how you can show mercy to them this Lent. Learn how to love them even more. Maybe rid yourself of a habit that they find annoying. These habits may not be wrong, but it shows that you are ready to give above and beyond what is required. You can also create healthier habits regarding things that are not desirable for your family. Maybe it's refraining from negative humor and sarcasm. Maybe it's not raising your voice. Making a resolution to change how we relate to our family is an effective use of time this Lent. Maybe even more than giving up chocolate. For more inspiration and encouragement, visit MessyFamilyMinute.org. So the universe is filled with order from top to bottom. And it's a beautiful order. And not only is it beautiful, it's order that we can actually comprehend. And it's almost as if we have been made to be able to comprehend that order in the universe, to be able to contemplate it so that we can see maybe that purpose behind it. Please visit Father Spitzer's website, MajaCenter.com, to watch this beautiful and important video about purpose and God's creation. That's M-A-G-I-S-Center.com. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. Praise be to God. It is good to be on with you. By the grace of God, go I. Now, today, we're having a struggle today. The show is just not what we wanted it to be today. But given the circumstances, it's about the best we could hope for. Um, what happened was Adrian got sick on Friday, and um, I got sick as a result of that. And then the weekend was uh, pretty much a big struggle for both of us. So Adrian is not feeling well. He's probably doing a little bit worse than I am doing, although yesterday was really rough for me. Um, but uh, we're trying to pull a show off today. We were supposed to talk with Austin Kelly, CEO of the Christian Channel. That didn't work out. We'll have to rebook him. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a great conversation. We wanted to have a conversation around entertainment and you know, entertainment that doesn't kill the soul. Now, this week ought to be very interesting. We're not sure how this week's going to go because we don't know when Adrian can come back and we have some obviously some bugs to work out. Now, hopefully you're not hearing some of this the problems, but on our end, trust me, the problems are prevalent. We can hear uh, like a reverb in our ear and it's really distracting and and difficult to work through. Of course, the switching on the video side is just not happening at the moment uh, so well. So there's a lot of things that we're going to have to work out if we have to continue to operate in this way this week. But by the grace of God, we're still going to have a good uh, lineup of of guests this week. We're very excited about it. We, of course, interviewed Michael Knowles last week. We're going to be playing that conversation this week. We also interviewed General Boykin last week, and we're going to be uh, playing him sometime soon as well. Plus, we have uh, a bunch of guests that are coming up this week that are going to be wonderful. We're, we're pretty excited about that, of course. Uh, Catherine Wiley, uh, uh, World Day for Grandparents, which I now qualify for. <laughs> I interviewed Catherine years ago, and I, of course, I wasn't a grandparent in those days. Now I am uh, a grandparent, so I actually, you know, am part of this. So I'm very excited about that. That's coming up tomorrow, along with Kate Capato, uh, theology and art. Kevin Wells is back on the program on Wednesday. Praise be to God. Um, we're going to be interviewing Matt Walsh this week, uh, and then we'll be playing that. We'll probably send that to the CDT Insiders first. And like I said, Michael Mills, Roy Showman may be on the program this week. We're very excited. So a lot of great guests are coming up. So hopefully we'll be able to get everything smoothed out and ironed out so we're back to normal as quickly as possible. So hopefully 
and prayerfully uh, by tomorrow we have a sort of a, a normal feeling show. But going back to uh, to talking about entertainment for a moment, you know, I used to be David. Do you remember when you used to watch like the Oscars and such? Right. Yeah, I did. I, I can't watch that anymore. I cannot either. It's uh, you know just the the way the culture is. Uh, and, uh, you know, just moving forward has just kind of turned me off to watch some of that. And, uh, and, uh, where, where, where were you going with that? Well, like everything has changed so much that there's lots of like things that you can't do anymore. Like we can't watch the Oscars. I can't even like, I used to back when I had television or when I tried to watch like Super Bowls, for instance, can't watch the halftime shows. They're di- they're diabolic for crying out loud. You know, they're just so full, chocks full of insanity that you can't watch these things. But these things you, you could watch no problem. But things seem to have changed so much. It's changed so fast as well, Joe. And, uh, you know, and I was going to challenge you that, um, you know, so, you know, we have a lot of bad movies a lot of bad sitcoms on tv but there are there are some really good shows out there and believe it or not uh joe uh i started watching uh the chosen (laughs) and uh i wanted to ask you a little bit about that and uh you know give them some praise give them some you know give them some thanks for for putting that out there and that's an opportunity for you know for us and our listeners uh to go check that out support them and so that way more content like that can be available yeah, well, we've talked about chosen on this show before. Janelle, what what were you? What was your opinion? Um, so let's see here. So actually, I had the idea to make a good, um, I guess, Catholic or Christian um, movie or a TV show for a while now, and then I began seeing ads um, for the chosen series, and I was like, "Darn it, they took my idea!" Uh, and so I was a little upset about that. But oh, wow. um, yes, um, but. I think uh, I did watch, started watching the first couple of episodes and my family liked it a lot. Um, I was, I was a little skeptical because, um, it, it is made by, uh, with a Protestant director. Um, but Jonathan Rumi, the actor for Jesus is a Catholic. Um, just like Jim Caviezel for the Passion of the Christ. So I think that's no coincidence at all. Um, but I did enjoy his, um, I guess interpretation of Jesus is very lovable. Um, I guess, uh, character uh, portrayal and i liked how um they ma- gave um i liked their interpretation on matthew the apostle as having asperger's it was a very interesting um and fascinating interpretation for me because it, it kind of makes sense it kind of makes sense because matthew was a tax collector and he was not very well liked by people and so by having asperger's that could maybe perhaps explain some of that dislike um, that people had for him because it was just um, it was like very different person, but he was also very, I guess, meticulous, and um, he uh, had a very, especially in his gospel, the way he wrote it, it's a very, it's very written very meticulously and specifically in um, many areas. Um, so maybe it's not actually, I'd say, biblically correct um, and canonical, but it's a very fascinating interpretation. Um, although I did have a little concerns with the way they portrayed Our Lady a few times. Um, and so I, I haven't been watching it lately, but my um, my family does like watching it. You know, I, 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 as I said before on this show, I had a real concern with how they depict Our Lady on that show. I do like uh, Jonathan Rumi's character, though. I really like his uh, his appearance, his accent. I really like, you know, his um, 
his mannerisms. I've, I enjoyed that. I really liked like the first few episodes of season one, which I've not watched past the wedding feast at Cana because of our lady. I couldn't get past that. That was too hard for me, but I really liked sort of looking at Jesus prior to him becoming public. You know, uh, I found that fascinating, but I also kind of struggle with the ideas as, as interesting as it is with Matthew uh, having like sort of uh, being on the spectrum autistic, you know, like they're sort of imp- they're giving him an issue that like m- there's no reason to believe the actual Matthew had anything like that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like why it's, it seems to be a little weird to me that you're going to impose upon this historical figure something they probably did not actually have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I know that they're doing it for creative license, but I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. It feels weird. Yes. It did remind me of St. Um, Joseph of Cupertino at any rate, a bit. That's, uh, yes, but that's a side note. <laughs> that's the chosen for you. I wonder if we could have a conversation with our audience, what they would think about chosen. I believe someone on oh, really? Facebook said that they enjoyed uh, watching it. And they, um, Patty um, on Facebook said So that we're down to, let's see here. We have about uh, a few more minutes left in this hour. Uh, we have 93 here. says he rarely watches TV. Mostly He mostly games. Oh, my friend, gaming is terrible. You need to give up gaming. Do that for Lent this coming Lent. Give up <laughs> gaming. William Hemsworth says, uh, you know, praying for everybody to get well soon. Uh, thankfully, Teresa Favila is not sick today. Praise be to God for that. Uh, Elizabeth says there are a bunch of movies that they look like they are Christian films. And they are usually compelling and show courage, courageous people willing to evangelize and live their faith. But then they are Mormon. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Eric Rodriguez says uh, the lag is real. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, 93 says my mom told me that uh, she doesn't like some of the things they put on TV nowadays, just certain things. Well, I would agree with your mom. Yes. There's lots of things. We got rid of television a long time ago. We cut the, we cut the, you cut the, the cable. The cable years and years ago and we do not regret that it's whatsoever it. it's worth it but i wonder how many people are hanging out with us who have used VidAngel. what they think about that um patty did you mention patty said she loved matthew yes um she said that she's been watching the chosen which will be she se- says patty says i have a problem with seven. how they portray our lady yes. on on, on uh on she chosen. Kn- yes she says that she knows that they receive a lot of pushback on that as well um and she likes the characters of Matthew, Nicodemus, and Peter in the Chosen series. Yes, I like the way that um, it shows that they're very, I guess, human. It's like, oh, okay. Um, and it shows that they had like some per- personality oh, wow. as God. well. Um, I- Mr. Joe, are you there? Well, God is so very good. There's, I, I do want to say that I like the fact that they're trying to do Chosen. Yes. I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can, can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? We can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we, we can, can hear, hear you, you, Joe. We can hear you. We can hear you loud and clear. We're almost to a break. We got about a minute left, Joe. Okay, good. Praise God. So, dear audience, thanks for your patience with us today. Uh, we're just about out of time here, but... 
Yeah, I've got about a minute left. And we appreciate your patience with us. Lots of technical problems today. Lots and lots of technical problems on the back end, but we were trying to struggle through it nonetheless. And coming up the next hour, we're going to continue the struggle for at least a half hour where we will do a fear and trembling game show as best as we can possibly muster. We'll have to see how that goes. But coming up in the next hour, if you can join us, or, uh, for the next hour, we're going to do a game show prayerfully. It goes well. And then, of course, we will uh, give out prizes later this week by the grace of God. And we're very excited about that. So we appreciate your patience. We appreciate you being a part of our show today. It uh, it didn't go as planned, but God's will be done in making things smooth for tomorrow and for the rest of the week. And pray for Adrian that he will uh, heal and recover very quickly. I, of course, um, doing a probably a little, little better than him, but boy, was it a real difficulty yesterday. And hopefully we'll get some rest today and we'll be back at it tomorrow morning. So that's going to do it for Catholic Drive Time's first hour. Praise be to God. As I said, we're going to have a lot of great guests coming up this week. Matt Walsh is going to be on the recording docket, but um, uh, we're going to have, let's see, tomorrow morning, praise be to God, Catherine Wiley from World Day of Grandparents and Kate Capato. Theology and art are going to be our guests. So ought to be good conversation. Prayerfully, as I said, we'll get our technical issues all sorted out. Kevin Wells, Michael Knowles, um, we're going to have a bunch. It's going to be good. Praise be to God. God love you. God bless you. Uh, we'll see you in the next hour. If we, if we don't, we'll see you back here 6 a.m. Central, 7 Eastern. Until then, take care. on Your Catholic Drive Time, where it is our pleasure to keep you informed and inspired. Join us Monday through Friday at the same time, right here on your favorite Catholic radio station. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet. Bye now, and God love you. How should I respond to someone who wants to know if I've been saved or born again? Answer with a resounding yes. Tell them that it is through baptism that you are saved, just as the Bible says in 1 Peter 3.20, and that it is through baptism, water and the Spirit, that you are born again, just as the Bible says in John 3 verse 5. Many Protestants believe that they are saved by making a single act of faith at a single point in time in their lives. Nowhere does Scripture say such a thing. Catholics believe that salvation is a process which begins with our baptism and continues throughout our lifetimes, just as the Bible teaches us. Many places in Scripture talk about how one is saved, but not one of them says we are saved by one act of faith at just one point in time. Again, 1 Peter 3.20 says that we are saved by baptism. Hebrews 12.14 says that we will not see the Lord unless we are holy, and that we must strive for this holiness. Matthew 6, verses 14 and 15, it says we must forgive others or we will not be forgiven. Can you attain salvation if God hasn't forgiven you? No. So our forgiving others is necessary for our salvation. John 6 verse 54 says that we will have eternal life by doing something, eating the flesh and drinking the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In Matthew 19 verses 16 and 17, Jesus is asked directly what one must do to have eternal life. Did he say, accept me into your heart once and that's it? 
No. Jesus said to keep the commandments and you will have life. Yes, as Catholics we are born again, and as Catholics we believe that we were saved, as Paul says in Romans 8.24, that we are being saved, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 1.18, and that we will be saved, as Paul says in Romans 5 verses 9 and 10, provided we persevere and keep our eyes on the prize. Salvation is a process, just as Catholics believe and just as the Bible clearly teaches. A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Mr. Miyagi, I heard that the GRN is raffling off a 2021 Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. Miyagi loves support Catholic Radio on GRN. Where can you get tickets? Thing called Internet. <laughs> Go to grnonline.com. One ticket, $25. Five ticket, $100. Drawing in the March 1st. Name drawn March 4th. What are you going to do if you win? Give to you. Practice. Wax on, wax off. Welcome to your Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information. From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic Drive Time. With Joe McLean and Emily Alcaraz. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Good morning to you. You have survived the weekend. God is so very good. We are going to have uh, uh, an interesting half hour with you on the radio side. We will not be doing an after show today um, just because Adrian Fonseca, our producer, is out sick today. Our friend David Magianis has uh, generously gotten up early today to come in and help produce the program. We're very grateful to him. Praise be to God. Um, but I'm sick as well. So uh, whatever Adrian had, he gave to me, and I am home today as well, trying to do the show from home. And we've been having a tremendous amount of technical difficulty, and it's been a rough first hour. But we saw some interesting conversation with Bill A from CEO of VidAngel. So we're very uh, you know, excited to have had that conversation. But in this hour, we typically would do a normal game show. And at this point, I'm not sure we can pull off a normal game show. We may do an, you know, an, uh, an abnormal game show, something along those lines. We'll, we'll still do something at 15 past the hour with the game show, but we may pick someone from social media to play the game with us rather than take a phone call just because of some of the technical problems that we are struggling uh, struggling through today is but hopefully and prayerfully tomorrow we will uh, we'll get everything smoothed out and have be back on our regular schedule good morning to you janelle good morning mr joe how are you feeling janelle yes hello hello can you hear me well hopefully here in a minute we'll do breaking news and stories with uh, janelle and of course uh praise god i am i'm alive David, good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. So uh, it was a, uh, I guess, an eventful weekend for the CDT CDT team, and uh, just you know, praise God, you guys are doing okay. Uh, hopefully, we'll get an update from Adrian uh, later today, and he'll give us a status. And uh, hopefully, we'll see him soon, Joe. I hope you're feeling good. I know you're at home, and I see you, and uh, you're looking good. And uh, I know you're under the weather though, but. Uh, 
we pray for the CDT team uh, to pull through and uh, get back to normal. And uh, so our listeners don't have to mess with me anymore. And that way I can uh, get back to my normal schedule as well. <laughs> so, and Janelle, how are you feeling? I'm feeling well. I was a little worried because um, my eye um, was swollen during the weekend. (laughs) All right. Let's pray for uh, the intentions and needs. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, I'm see, now there seems to be a new issue that we're struggling through. There's a delay between what I'm saying and hearing you guys. So, yes, uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties um, we're having. Uh, it seems Mr. Droget's getting uh, cut off from the audio. Janelle, uh, take over. Yes, sir. Alrighty, here's with our headline news. Let's get started. From LifeSite News, 27 experts launched citizen petition demanding FDA slow down and get the science right before approving COVID vaccines. A group of 27 clinicians, researchers, and advocates last week filed an urgent citizen petition with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration urging the agency not to prematurely grant full approval to any COVID vaccine. Premature FDA approval of any COVID-19 vaccine could negatively impact the health and safety of U.S. residents, with the global ramifications considering the international importance of FDA decisions, the group said. The FDA citizen petition process described in Title 21 of the Code of Federal Regulations allows individuals and community organizations to request the agency to make changes to health policy. At any time, any interest person can request the FDA issue, amend, or revoke a regulation or order, or take or refrain from taking any other form of administrative action. In their petition, the group outlined many unanswered questions surrounding the efficacy and safety of COVID-19 vaccines, and detailed how data must be collected before the FDA considers granting any vaccine full approval. We are concerned that the premature licensure of a COVID-19 vaccine can seriously undermine public confidence in regulatory authorities, particularly if long-term safety issues were to emerge following licensure, petitioners wrote. The petition states a COVID vaccine should be fully approved only when substantial evidence demonstrates the benefits of a specific product outweighs the harm for the indicated recipient population. The petitioners respectfully requested the FDA act on the petition by June 11th. They plan to seek judicial relief if the petition is denied. Reported by Crooks, Vatican says Pope is doing fine, but will pass a few more days in hospital. Pope Francis is set to remain in Rome's Gemelli Hospital for a few more days, following surgery last Sunday for a colon condition, instead of returning to the Vatican today or tomorrow as was originally planned. In order to optimize the medical and rehabilitation therapy, the Holy Father will remain in hospital for a few more days, said a statement released by the Holy See Press Office. This means that he will stay longer than originally expected after a scheduled intestinal surgery that took place July 4th. Sunday was a quiet day for Francis, who led the faithful in praying the Angelus, greeted young patients of the nearby oncology ward, and patients of the 10th floor where he's staying and the medical and nursing staff. Also reported by Crooks, India gives relics of martyred queen to Georgia. Relics from a Georgian queen were handed over by an Indian government official to the people of Georgia at a ceremony in Tbilisi in Saturday. 
Queen Kaveten was from Katheri, a kingdom in eastern Georgia, and was martyred in 1624 by the Persians for refusing to convert to Islam. India's external affairs minister handed over the relics in the presence of Beatitude Iliad II, Catholicos Patriarch of all Georgia, and the Georgian Prime Minister Rekhali Darikvibashvili. The Queen's martyrdom was witnessed by Portuguese missionaries who took part in her remains to Goa, then a Portuguese colony in India, in 1627. Although Georgia is an Orthodox country and Ketevan is a saint in the Orthodox Church, most records of her martyrdom were taken down by Catholic missionaries and her death was depicted in religious art in Portugal and India. For decades, Georgian and Indian scholars have worked to find the location of the relics within the ruins of the Augustinian convent of Our Lady of Grace. After studying the original Portuguese records, her relics were discovered in 2005 and confirmed after a DNA analysis was carried out by the Center for Cellular and Molecular Biology in Hyderabad. In 20, sorry, 2017, India sent the relics to Georgia for exhibition for six months, which was extended to a year. At a July 11th ceremony, they said that it was a special day not only for Georgia, but also for India. I have the honor to hand over the holy relics of St. Queen Tevin to the people of Georgia. I consider myself blessed that the purpose of my first visit to Georgia is such a suspicious one, so the Indian foreign minister said. The holy relics were preserved at St. Augustine Church in Goa since the 17th century. Right. The saint of the day is St. Louis Martin, born on August 22, 1823 in Bordeaux, Gironde, France. He was a lifelong layman in the diocese of Bayeux-Lisieux, France. He was the son of an army officer, a watchmaker, and was married to Blessed Marie-Azel Gorin Martin on July 12, 1858. He was the father of nine children. Five of them, all girls, survived to adulthood and became nuns. The youngest is St. Therese of Lisieux. In 1889, he suffered two paralyzing strokes followed by a complete mental collapse and was hospitalized for three years. He died on July 29, 1894 in Arles-sur-Tonne, France of Natural Causes. He was canonized on October 18th in 2015 by Pope Francis during the Synod on the Family. St. Louis Martin, pray for us. Amen. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 through chapter 11, verse 1. Do not think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's foes will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and he who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives me receives uh, who he who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet because he is a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward, and he who receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. 
And whoever gives to one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly I say to you, he shall not lose his reward. And when Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I think we've worked out some of the issues anyway. Uh, praise be to God. I'm no longer hearing a, a big uh, reverb in my ear, and I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful to verboom.com forward slash GRN to give us access to their incredibly ad- advanced and awesome tool that connects uh, your library digitally. Uh, so we have Cornelius Alapidae, St. Thomas Aquinas, the early church fathers, you know, Haydock and Navarre. I mean, just got a some incredible resources that makes it easy to dive super deep into uh, the the gospel passages. And so we're very grateful to them, verboom.com forward slash GRN for generously sponsoring and underwriting our gospel reflections. So thank you for that. And as I said in the, in the first hour, at least I was trying to, but it was so difficult with some of these uh, technical problems. Uh, I was going through Haydock's commentary and looking at the dissension in, in the family. And, you know, I know I have personally struggled with this, you know, having to make the decision, right? Choosing our Lord and his teaching more than our even blood relatives. That is hard. That is so hard, but it's also so necessary. It's not that the gospel, you know, ought to cause division. It's, and this is what uh, Haydock was trying to say, quoting from some of the early church fathers. It's just that this is human nature and we will, and so many of us will reject the church and her teaching in order to maintain these, uh, these relationships. But we must make choices because he says very clearly that uh, unless you are willing to go to the cross, you're not worthy of him. Unless you're willing to take up your cross and follow him to Calvary, you're not worthy of him. And that is a tough choice, but it's one that must be made. It's one that must be made. Also, I love verse 40 here. It says, he who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. Notice what he's talking to the disciples. I've said this several times in the past, looking at the gospel. You know, when we read the gospel, sometimes we mistakenly think that everything that is written pertains exactly to us. Like we're the primary audience. We we somehow have allowed ourselves to believe that we, we have become the primary audience of everything that's said. And that is not the case. Uh, we get to be the fly on the wall overhearing a conversation we and there are benefits to us on a on a secondary or third level sure but the primary audience to what jesus is saying here is to his disciples we know he's talking to his disciples the very last verse in this passage even makes that clear to us he who receives you you 12 receives me why is that interesting well because of apostolic succession of course those apostles Uh, bring to us the bishops of the church and the bishops and their successors all the way down to our time. The the, uh, The continuous unbroken line of apostolic succession. And so we must realize that, uh, that, when we're speaking to about bishops, they are, they have a line all the way back to Jesus. He sent them intentionally. And, uh, and he makes this very clear statement. He receives you receives me. So uh, sometimes we can be very critical. I know I have been very critical of bishops in the past, uh, and I will be again, I'm sure, in the future. But uh, let us recall and remember 
um, that these uh, ministers serve in the kingdom, the court of the king and the king of kings is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. St. Chrysostom said in a homily, he said, uh, that is, he that findeth in this life pleasures and comforts and places his affections upon them will certainly soon lose them. This is about making the choice between heaven and this earth. And sometimes this passage will bring to mind that uh, this earth is not good enough, right? St. Ambrose would say, but if he continues moderately happy as to temporal concerns till death and places his affections on them, he hath found life here, but shall lose it in the next world. But he that shall, for the sake of Christ, deprive himself of the pleasures of this life shall receive the reward of a hundredfold in the next. St. Ambrose of Milan. Praise be to God. Well, uh, hey, David, do we have a break lined up? We do not. All right, so maybe we'll just go straight to the uh, to the game show then. Praise be to Jesus. So uh, here's the deal. Because we are not able to do the game show in the normal fashion, given the technical challenges uh, that we have today, we want to do sort of a hybrid game of sorts. And so what we could do is we could pick somebody out of our social feed right now, since we can't take a phone call, and use them as sort of like the uh, the potential uh, winner. Uh, to make, there's a delay on the feed, so it would be hard to even do that. But uh, Janelle, why don't you randomly pick someone hanging out with us on the social side, and we'll we'll play on their behalf. Does that sound like a fair deal? That sounds good. I'm actually putting everyone in a na- random name picker generator <laughs> at this moment. So that's, let me shuffle brilliant. the names, and that's brilliant. <laughs> I'm, I'm selecting a uh, name. How, how about this? What yes. if we did three questions and for each person oh i like that idea (laughs) we pick three people and each of them might have a chance at the coffee cup of divine providence i i agree that's a great idea so since we're not going to go to a break and we're just going to play like this sort of a hybrid version today tomorrow hopefully we'll be back to normal but uh so this is how the game works now uh if you're new here right for for the sake of the new people who don't understand what's going on well we have a a fear and trembling catholic trivia game show now uh, david do you have any of the uh the sounders that we use up and running that you could play behind us. Like we usually have the game show intro and the, and the, 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 the little sound music behind when we're asking the questions. Do you have any of that stuff? I do. Uh, so we, is that, yeah. that's one of yes. them. Okay. All right. So there we go. So when I ask the question, we need to play that music. And of course you got the buzzer and you got the, uh, you got the, the, yeah, so you got those ready. Very good. Praise be to God. I, I can't play the duh button from my house, so it can't be that. But I'll have to do that manually, I suppose. But so here's the deal. Fear and Trembling Game Show. I have three Catholic trivia questions. Now, we have a secret and hidden agenda. All right, so I don't really want this to get too public, but uh, we like to do a few things secretly during the game show. Uh, so keep this just between us. Um, but number one, we like to teach the faith. So we look for teachable moments and questions where you might learn something you didn't know before. Praise be to God. That's always fun. And then, of course, we like to have contestants. Today, we're not going to in the standard way, but generally we have phone calls that come in and the contestants are hanging out with us 
And uh, they are a lot of fun, and we enjoy having a laugh and a good time with them, and that makes it fun too. So praise be to God. But uh, today, as I said, we won't be doing that. And then, of course, the third thing we like to do is we like to give out prizes, which kind of makes it a winner for everybody involved. But the way it works is we don't ask our callers the questions. We ask uh, the the people in the studio. And today, that's going to be Janelle and David. So I'll ask the questions. Janelle and David will give a shot, but one of them will be right, and the other will be wrong. And then every right answer goes into the coffee cup of divine providence to win this week's prize. Uh, Janelle, what could they win? They can win two rosaries from Humble Heart Rosaries. So instead of one prize as usual, we have two wonderful prizes donated by Humble Heart Rosaries. We have a Hosanna rosary made with genuine olive wood beads imported from Israel. Um, they're also green strawberry quartz beads, reminiscent of the palm leaves used to welcome Jesus into Jerusalem, and an antique bronze Immaculate Heart of Mary centerpiece and a papal crucifix. The second one is a string of St. Therese sacrifice beads. Those are very nice. I'll, I guess I'll just try to describe them in another day since we're almost out of time. But uh, um, yes, well, thank God you. is very good. We so uh, I want to thank our our sponsor, Humble Heart Rosaries, over on Etsy. Thank you for generously giving us these two uh, uh, rosaries uh, to give away this week. We're very excited for the winner, and praise be to God for it. So, thank you, Humble Heart Rosaries. Um, okay. So as we said, we are not going to do the normal means this week uh, because of the technical challenges or at least today. Hopefully tomorrow we'll be back to normal. Um, we're going to pick out three random listeners that are on our social stream and give each one of them sort of, we'll be playing in their, in their name. I'm not sure we can interact with them necessarily, but we'll at least play in their name and give them an opportunity into the coffee cup. Do you have those names picked? Yes, Jeanette? I have. For the first one, we have Jeff Burrier for our okay. first question. And then for okay. our second question, we have... Christopher Valesquez on YouTube. Oh, nice. And then for the third um, question, we have Sonia Morales on Facebook. Praise be to God. All right. So uh, Jeff Burrier, a friend of the show, his family was hanging out with us a couple weeks back. We enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, then you said Christopher Velasquez. Yes. And then Sonia, you said yes, Sonia? Sonia. Oh, wonderful. Praise be to God. All right. So uh, I guess we'll go to the first question. Um, are you ready? Uh, we'll start with Janelle. This right, is our I'm custom. Ready. Janelle, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? A little nervous, but I'm ready. <laughs> You're nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, are, are you sure? Uh, I'm ready, yes, yes. Okay. All right, here we go. Janelle, can you tell me? All right. What, what famous English Catholic novelist was known as the Prince of Paradox? The Prince of Paradox? An yes. English Catholic novelist. Hmm... I will go with William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. Yes. Mr. William Shakespeare. Now, Jeff, if you have an opinion, you can chime in with your comments on YouTube. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Brother David Magianis, who's been generous with his time and talent today to help us with the show. Uh, David, can yes. you tell me what famous English Catholic novelist was known as the Prince of Paradox. Okay, I th I'm going to go with G.K. Chesterton, Joe. That's my final answer. Is that right? Final mm. answer. Final answer. So I'm very confident. I do. Kind of, sort of. Who did you say, Janelle, again? I said William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare, the Prince of Paradox. And uh, 
And then, of course, uh, David said G.K. Chesterton. Are you a Chesterton fan, David? Uh, no, not really. No, no. We know Mr. Joe is a, like, one of the, his biggest fans. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> the country. Uh, yeah, Speaking of paradox, no, really. <laughs> my kids are reading uh, Father Brown right now. It's pretty. Uh, Father Brown's rough stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, good grief, G- GK. A little too violent, my friend. Um, all right. So uh, let's let's summarize here. David is on the hook for G.K. Chesterton as the Prince of Paradox, and Janelle is on the hook for William Shakespeare as the Prince of P- Paradox. Now, this is a hybrid version of the game, so it's it's really hard to like we like the the whole letting the uh, listener or the, the the caller decide who's right and who's wrong. I can't really do that here. So today, so what we need is like the do we have the music? That uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. Hmm. Who's right? Who is wrong? In this case, Jeff is choosing David. Survey says, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. Jeff. You are correct. It is in fact <laughs> G.K. Chesterton, William Shakespeare. Uh, he's probably known for a lot of things. Prince of Paradox isn't one of them. Uh, but G.K. Chesterton. Now, uh, did you did you read G.K. Chesterton ever uh, before working at Catholic Radio, David? No, I did not. I did not. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm a little behind, Joe. I know that. Don't feel bad. Like, did you? Okay, here's another one. Had you ever heard of uh, Tolkien? Yes, 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 yes. Like when you were a kid? No. I did yeah. not. No. Like I had never heard of Tolkien, never heard of C.S. Lewis, never heard of G.K. Chesterton as a kid ever. Right. Really? Janelle, um, I mean, when I say a kid, that was. Like, <laughs> uh, technically, I, I think I still am a kid. <laughs> um, um, sort of, but uh, but did, did you grow up with those names? Um, I yes. Um, although I I started hearing them a lot more from my younger siblings because they got into it, and also because of the movie franchise as well. Okay. Um, but okay. my brother started reading it when he was in middle school or elementary school, I believe, and he was like All a right. huge fan. All yes. right, praise be to that God. Well, Jeff Burrier, you are in the coffee cup of divine providence for one try this week. Congratulations, praise be to God. All right, uh, so question number two is this for uh, Chris Velasquez? Yes, this is for Christopher Velasquez on YouTube. All right, Christopher, pay attention. We're going to give you a chance to uh, maybe answer. If not, we'll answer for you because of the time. But let's go to David. We'll start with David this time. David, can you tell me? What is the name of the process one goes through before confession to reflect on one's moral state and its conformity to the will of God? What do we call that process? Well... That was kind of tough. Uh, so that process, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with shock and denial, shock, and then denial. <laughs> it's first shock. I'm not sure what it said. You know how you say that in Latin? I'm sure it sounds pretty cool in Latin. But shock and denial. Shock. That should be a T-shirt. It sounds cooler in Latin. <laughs> uh, so shock. So when you prepare for confession, you're saying it feels more like shock and denial. Yeah. Or he's saying you go gotcha. through shock and denial as gotcha. a process. I feel it. Yes. Go through it. Gotcha. All the stuff gotcha. like that. Oh, All yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Janelle, we'll go yes. with you. Let's see if you can help us out here. Janelle, can you tell? me what is the name of the process one goes through 
before confession, uh, before they go to confession, to reflect on one's moral state and its conformity to the will of God. What do we call that? Ah, the process that one goes through before confession to reflect on one's moral state and conformity to the will of God is the examination of conscience. Not the first step in the seven stages of grief, is not, what I think. Definitely not. Well, it depends on the confession. Yes, it depends on the confession. That's true. Uh, so your answer is the examination of conscience. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that uh, Christopher Velasquez is uh, going to chime in to let us know what he thinks. But uh, if not, I will simply answer on his behalf. Sonia, you're up next, so be paying attention. But uh, uh, since I don't see Christopher Velasquez uh, chiming in right now, I will answer on his behalf. Uh, so who's right? Who's wrong? Is it examination of conscience with Janelle or is it shock and denial with David? Uh, 15 seconds. Let's 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 answer for Christopher Velasquez. I say it's Janelle and the examination of conscience. Although I got to be honest, shock and denial probably is a better version. Uh, <laughs> more, it boils it down to its to its bare essentials, does it not? You yes, know, yes. Did, did I really do that? I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. Right. 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 Yeah. Yes. How often? Okay. Here's a quick quick question. How often do you do uh, examination of conscience? Anybody know? How often should you? It's recommended that you do it every night before you go to bed. Yeah, every night. Exactly. Yep. All right. Christopher Velasquez, congratulations. We put you into the coffee cup of Divine Providence for one try. God is so very good. We have one more question to get through, and uh, we're running out of time here before we say goodbye. Uh, Last question, Janelle, we'll start with you. What term denotes any conscious form of self-denial? What do we call that? Self-denial. When we deny ourselves things, uh, what do we call that? That is called memento mori. Uh huh. Sonia, yes. you listening? Memento mori. Memento is it? Mori. Is it? Let's go with David. David, can you tell me what term denotes any conscience form of self denial? When we give stuff up for a greater good, what do we call that? Mortification. 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 Is that? Okay. Does that right, sound Sonia, right? If you're listening, similar in David words. is on the hook for mortification, and Janelle is on the hook for memento mori. Who's right, David or Janelle? I'll give you a moment to try to let me know, but uh, otherwise I'll have to let the let the uh, cat out of the bag, as they say, because we're running out of time. So is it mm. Memento Mori? Is it mortification? Is it David or Janelle? Let us know what you think. But um, all right. So there's a delay there for poor Sonia. Oh. So, okay. She says Janelle. Survey says. Oh, wrong, sorry. <laughs> Oh, sorry, wrong button. I'm sorry, Sonia. We're going to put you in the cup anyway, Sonia. It's, in fact, uh, mortification. When we mortify ourselves to give up things for a greater spiritual good, we are mortifying ourselves. We'll put you in the cup anyway for being a good sport. All right, that is going to do it for Catholic Drive Time. No after show today. It's just too difficult to pull off. God love you. God bless you. We'll smooth stuff out and be back tomorrow on the show. We're looking forward to it. God bless you all. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet. Bye now, and God love you.
happened. Turn on. Turn, speak to me. Speak to me. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad I figured out what was causing the reverb. What it had nothing to do with you, praise be to God. Maybe. Maybe. That would have been harder to diagnose. Um, I want to try something different. Uh, sorry, I'm talking to Joe as well. Let me uh, Let me do this. I can't hear you. Sorry. I can't hear you. Sorry. Uh, okay. So, uh, I'm sure Adrian does the same thing, but I have to turn, I want to turn on Zoom on the OBS computer and uh, admit people on the OBS computer. Why? That's how we do it with face-to-face. You do? Yeah. And then on the Zoom computer... Oh, so on the OBS computer, uh, I admit people. Okay. And the audio is off. Yes. And the only compu- the the Zoom laptop is the one that brings in audio. Right. OBS lap the OBS computer is the one that brings video. Yeah. So on the Zoom computer, I join. So so on the Zoom computer, I join meeting and connect with audio. That's how we do it with face to face. All right, so why don't you, let's end this. You go ahead and set it up the way you want to because we got to get ready for Bree Dale. Right. And then I'll rejoin to help talk you through everything. Okay. Let me, uh, let me, let's, yeah, let's end everything. Okay. Man, that was tough. That was so tough. You guys do this every day. Okay, so I'm going to start Zoom on OBS computer. Just close. Just close. Okay. And then over here. Join meeting.
the width. I'm gonna see. Let me see. I get. I gotta get him to come in. So, start Zoom on OBS computer. Admit guest. Connect without audio. Okay, how does that better? Well, um, how does it sound on your end? It's fine. It's good. Is there a way to? I mean, do we need to do an audio here? Uh, no. Hold on. Hold on. No. So with, on the OBS computer, without it's without okay, audio. Got it. Where were you going to do that? Don't no. Yeah. yeah. Don't so do all right. So don't do that. Do you have Bree Dale's intersections uh, stuff up? Her timeline on audition needs to be up, and oh. her her OBS uh, scenes collection needs to be on. Okay, so uh, before I close out Catholic Drive Time, I can just leave this up, right? So I need to find um, what's the name of Breedale's intersections? Um. Intersections, intersections. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to. All right. So okay, here's the intersection. Janelle, can you put on your headphones real quick? Uh, Joe's asking me something. All right. Go ahead to Janelle. Janelle. Yes. So I'll need you to pull the trivia questions. This week, I yes, don't sir. think I can come back in if if because Adrian thought thinks he has COVID. Oh, okay. So if he's got COVID, then I probably will have to do the show from home All this right. week because I don't want to get you guys sick. Yes, sir. Um, so I'll need you to pull the questions. In order to do phone calls, you would have to do my job. Yes. Because I can't hear the caller. All right. So we can maybe attempt to do that tomorrow because right. I don't want to do the whole week like we did today. I mm -hmm. mean, it got us through today, but it's not ideal. But either way, the box of trivia questions is on my side of the console. All right. So you just I, just, pick, I just put them right there. You just need oh, to pick three you. questions and then put them into the, uh, the, 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 the show notes All document. Right, I'll do that. Okay. All right, Joe. Um, Are you not, David, are you not finding intersections? Okay. Uh, on the uh, file manager, so uh, there's a folder called intersection. Okay. And, uh, but. If you right-click on the audition icon on the taskbar, do you not see an intersections there? Hmm. Face uh, prone break, yeah, share thon. Uh, no, I do not. Um, even when I, um, if you go up to file open recent, an audition, is intersection an op, op there? It could say Bree Dale. It could say intersections. It could say Bree and Joey. Uh, Catholic drive time, drive time, face to face. 
bulletin, PSA, uh, lunch break, face to face. I don't see intersection. That's what's puzzling me. Breedale. No Breedale. No Joey. No Bree. No Joey. Oh, gosh. So we got twenty minutes. No, no. On the file manager, there's uh, on file drive G. There's a folder name intersection. There's yeah. four audition files, but it says intersection back from break music, intersection intro, intersection outro, intersection to break music. I don't think. Yeah, those are the elements, but I where's know. the actual audition timeline? I don't know. I know. It's got to be there. You got to keep looking. Yeah. And you also need to get the OBS computer up and running. We may have to we may have to call an audible on this show today. <sighs> okay, hold on. Um intersection, intersection. How come I don't see intersection? Please leave your message for... Hold on, I'm still looking. I'm looking on Adobe Edition on the left, top left side to see if I see intersection template. Okay. BCS break, Catholic drive time, lunch break, CCS, EDT, CGKC, GRN, GRN, KSHJ, K, SJ, K. <sighs> Michael Knowles interview, PSA template. Uh, one minute monk track. It's weird. Open recent. Can we do FaceTime real quick? Yeah. Where's my phone? I'll call you. Okay. <clears throat> Can you see that? Yeah, but I mean, I can't really oh. make anything out, but I can see what you're looking at anyway. All right, so that's the production. Uh, so that's the folder of intersection, and there's the four elements. 
Um, so I come here to file open recent. Yeah, you can't see that, I guess, but I see nothing. I don't see. I don't see anything of of intersection or Bree. I, I yeah, you're gonna have to. Get, you're pan to the left a little bit because like you're there now. That's too far. Right there. Now go in a little closer. Um, hold on, steady that for a second. I know, right? Oh, man. Right? Um, all right, go down to the taskbar. To the taskbar. All that little icon on the taskbar. Cl right click that. Face to face. Fake box. Something station ID box. Share it. Oh, no, that's a tough box. CLB Adobe. Well, I don't know what to do here. Um, That's weird. And you're not seeing. Uh, just do it. Go into the uh, file folder. Uh, go to the search and type intersections. Go to the search on the file file folder. Type in intersection. See what happens. Yikes! No match. On the G folder. Uh, well, we may have to call an audible today and say we can't can't pull this one off. Um, where else could it be? Uh, um, KSHJ. Tim is not in, huh? Oh, uh, no. I just tried to call Adrian. Texted him too, didn't get anything. Um, you have the elements, but you don't have a timeline. I don't so see it. You'd have to create breaks you have to create a timeline on the fly really quickly but you still have to get the streaming set up too what is the, okay so intersections music back from break hold on let me look at this intersections intro intersections outro uh 5th of july show july 5th show uh episode one episode two intro copy pre What's Brie? Click on Brie. What is that? Live from the sun-drenched cobblestones of the Eternal City. Oh, okay, you can Conversations. That's not what we need. All right. Well, you could throw those elements into a timeline, and you'd have to create a break. 
you'd have to also go get PSAs to throw in there as breaks, but you have 10 minutes to do all that and plus set the live stream up. And uh, how come we're not, is Bree trying to get into the Zoom chat? Is there anybody trying to get into the Zoom chat? Not yet. I don't see anybody. I wonder if the show got canceled today. And then we're just not being told. Yeah, I, I don't know what time they normally come in. Well, I would have to imagine they'd be on by now. I know, no kidding. Um, we may just have to, call, we're going to call an audible. I mean. Yeah, they haven't called in yet. I don't see, uh, they haven't called in yet. All right, don't worry about it, dude. Ten minutes to go. There's not enough time to figure this out, and we're not hearing from from what's his name, Fonseca. So uh, I'm gonna hang out though, because if Bree does come on, then I can explain to her kind of what our situation is. Uh, but we're gonna just let we'll let EWTN take over the feed, in which case it'll just be. Teresa Tomio, and it'll be fine. Do we need to notify anybody? Um, no, it ought to be fine. I can let... I already sent an email over the weekend to Len and Toy to let them know we're struggling with sickness. So, um, so Bree's not trying to jump on right now? No. I don't see anybody coming on. I wonder if Adrian told her that he was sick. He must have. Why isn't he responding to us, though? Good grief. He must be in the hospital then, dude. Or he must be out cold. No. Well, no, he... COVID doesn't let you go out cold. That's the problem. I've had it twice now. Hmm. Um, I COVID think... is, is relentless and not letting you sleep. Um, okay. All right, we're gonna we're not gonna do a Bree Dale show today. There's just not enough time to really start from scratch. Plus, Bree's not jumping on, so that'll be that. Uh, if she tries to get on, let her in so that I can talk to her. Joey Mignot should also be trying to get on. I know. Neither one, neither one, huh? Yeah, neither one. Okay. Well, let's just assume that they're not not getting on. Um, Janelle. Yes. So, or David, are you? able to come this week and produce cdt for us yeah why not you're the best dude <laughs> now that we kind of figured out all the wrong things to do yes. <clears throat> uh, hopefully tomorrow will be a little smoother yeah i think um if i follow my sequence for face to face i think i mean uh, there's got to be a way we can test it joe before you leave today or something well, there's got to be a way to yeah we can come back later and test if you want yeah, definitely. Um, but I think this is the right way to do it. Um, so what happened is we were not logged on to the OBS computer. So when you came on, I got you on the Zoom computer, and that's opposite. That's threw everything off. Yeah, that's what threw it. Well, for, uh, well, the, the, the feedback was on my end, and I didn't realize it. Um, what it was is – I had because I was helping you connect to our social streams. Right. I, you know, that's not something I normally do. Um, I had one of those social streams, which was on the station on the cross side. It was playing the audio, and I didn't know that. 
So that was the reverb that I was hearing. And once I shut that off, it took care of that problem right away. So that's awesome. The other thing is, okay, so you're saying that the the, the, the pending of video would have been is resolved by doing it the way you're you now do it, right? Yeah, because now I see you, and I you're s- able to pin me and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Let me double check that. Uh, I mean, right now I've got the the uh, on OBS. I have the intersection um, template up. But I see my I see myself and I see you when you talk. I see you okay. uh, on OBS now. Okay. Uh, now you look on Zoom and you see that blue box with the icons in them. Blue box. If you're on Zoom, you can see. Oh, Zoom. That. Sorry, on Zoom, the Zoom computer. Yeah, that is supposed to be a that is supposed to be an output of what's being sent out to the stream. And the way you set that up is you simply go – if you take your um, – take your – your because we're still connected via FaceTime and yeah. go over to the OBS computer and show me the OBS computer. Now go to the right on OBS to the right. You'll see virtual output is one of the options. Under you got you see those buttons all the way to the right. It says one says stream, one says record. Is there an output, a virtual output? Over here under controls. Correct. Uh, no, I, uh, virtual camera. Those, yes, go virtual camera. Click on that. Okay, now look at Zoom. Go back over to the Zoom computer. Okay. Now you see in the top left box. Those you see in the top left box, those icons are all gone now. Before oh, you yeah, had yeah. that, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So what it's doing? Go ahead and switch cameras in OBS. Switch to something else. Doesn't matter what. Okay. Hold on, Adrian Fonseca is calling. <laughs> Hold on. He's alive, maybe. Adrian. Hello. Adrian. Uh-huh. You doing all right, buddy? Are you alive? No, not really. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know the feeling, pal. Um, did you let? Did you tell Bree we canceled her show today? Okay. Well, they're not. Um, David has no ability to to launch. He doesn't. He can't find their timeline at all. Um, it's on Simeon. You just open up Simeon. Oh, it's on Simeon. Yikes! Yeah, it runs automatically. Simeon. All right. Well, we're going to cancel their show today anyway. Okay. Um, it's too late in the game to try to figure that out at this point. There's no possibility of us getting it right. Okay, so what is your situation, my friend? Uh, <laughs> struggle, struggling over here. Did they give you a hydrochloroquine? Uh, no. What did they give you? I have no idea. They gave me something. I don't know what it is, though. 
Yeah. They just gave me a bunch of stuff. They said, here, take these things. It'll probably help. Well, I've been through it a few times now. It sucks. I know he can't. My wife tried to throw some food down my stomach yesterday. It was just such a screw. Yesterday sucked hardcore for me, but I didn't sleep much last night either. Saturday night is when it really got bad, and then all day yesterday for me. But my wife gives me like ten thousand plus milligrams of vitamin C, so. I rebound pretty quickly. Um, so you're going to be out probably for the next several days at a minimum. Probably. I need you to get with Janelle. Janelle, yes. can you hear? Yes, I can hear. Can you uh, hear me? One thing I would need you to do is get with Adrian maybe later today after he's had some more rest and go over his procedure of getting uh the interview videos up to youtube yes um like last week's bishop athanasius schneider i don't want to wait too long to get that published mm -hmm. so we need to find i need you to find a way to try to get those videos uh up to youtube at least unlisted and i can try to ma uh, optimize them and publish them yes sir so where they're located all of that uh david yes uh, is there, is there um, anything we need to know from Adrian that will make our life better for tomorrow? Okay, so uh, I think we just figured out on OBS because now I see you. I see you now, Joe. So all that does, David, is that's a monitor. So that lets us see what the people are watching on YouTube can see. Right. So it helps our guest, you know, kind of get a sense of what's being sent out, that kind of thing. So I just wanted to let you know what that looks like. But is for anything else that you need need uh, from Adrian, you know, for tomorrow's show? Uh, let me think. Uh, so I have the template. Uh, Austin never showed up today, by the way, Adrian. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I never reached out to him to remind him with Adrian. Well, we had we had tremendous technical difficulties on this show today, so it was a pretty pretty janky show all to all around. But anyway, uh, hold on a second, Joe. Can is there a way we can test real quick if I just hit the space bar? Yeah, go ahead, hit the space bar. Welcome to your Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. How's Getting that sound? you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information from the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic Drive Time. With Joe McLean and Emily Alcaraz. Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, one, two, three, any reverb? It sounds good on my end. Any reverb? Uh, it no. sounds good? No, it sounds good on my end. So, okay, so you fixed something on your end. We opened up 
uh, Zoom on OBS, and then um, and then on the Zoom computer, I join meeting. So that way, it goes back to the OBS computer. OBS computer is on without uh, without audio. And the Zoom computer, I join the meeting and connect with audio. That's the procedure yeah. that we have. Yes. Okay. That, yeah. We did not do that this morning. No. Okay. All right. Uh, now we know. Yeah, I know. I, 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 now, hold on a second, David. Adrian, so on Caster, if all we do is toggle on the Facebooks and the and when I toggle on YouTube, it goes straight to live. There's no yes. in, there's no in between. Um, when I toggle on face, when I toggle on the Facebooks, they also go straight to live. Yes. So we shouldn't do that until fifteen till. Mm, right. Right. Okay. And we can change the 